0: Are you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast. So I'm trying something a little bit different this week uh, and maybe for the next few weeks to come. I'm recording this on a Sunday evening sitting at home. You may hear some things in the background from time to time. That's just the way it's going to go for now because I want to take an opportunity to do a Sunday download. In some ways, that feels a little bit narcissistic to me, uh, like, why do you care what my last week was like? But what I'm hoping for is that uh, as you hear some of, the, um, of some of the events that happened this last week for me, some experiences and different things and the way that I've processed them, that will help you as you apply uh, some of those ideas, uh, thoughts, thoughts actions, whatever, uh, to to your week ahead and to challenges, to opportunities, uh, just to your thought process. Uh, I'm also going to try as best as possible Saturday or maybe Sunday to be posting uh, some inquiries on Instagram. Uh, particularly uh, just asking questions around topics, and uh, so I tried that today, so one came up, so I'm going to make sure to throw that in here um, in just a little bit. Uh, Ironically or interestingly enough, that topic has actually come up quite a bit for me this last week, and so it's going to be a pretty easy one for me to talk about in some sort. I'm going to limit these podcast episodes uh, to about 15 minutes. They'll come out on Monday mornings, uh, maybe Tuesday at the very latest, but I'm really going to try for Monday mornings, Uh, and then you'll get a traditional episode uh, no later than Thursday of each week as well. So I'm going to try and do two for a while. We'll see if you guys are willing to consume me twice in one week. So this last week has been a really good one for me. Uh, And really, that was the result of it being on the back end of uh, a retreat that I was on with uh, about 23, 24 other guys from my church. Uh, We went up to Big Bear, which is a local mountain here in Southern California and a set of mountains. And um, we we went up there to hang out, to spend some time together, to build relationships. Uh, And really, we were uh, in this theme or this topic of being called as men uh, and our different roles as men and what we're called to do and what we believe the Bible calls us to do and how we're called to lead in different domains of life and what that leadership looks like. And uh, I'm not going to get into all the particulars. Uh, I, I taught uh, one of the sessions, um, which I think went well. It was on how we lead in the workplace and how we do that with humility and kindness and consideration, um, but also leading by our values and passions. Uh, and uh, and I'll talk more about that a little bit later when I address the question that was um, that was posed this week. Uh, but. It was just such a great time for me, a time to, to refresh, to check out. I mean, when I go away for any length of time, I always miss my family, and so that's always a challenge being away, and uh, uh, there are challenges to being stuck in a cabin, though it was large, being stuck in a cabin with 23, 24 other guys or whatever it was. We had fun, played pool, played some cards, uh, ate a whole bunch of good food, went on a hike. Uh, and just rested. And it was such a great opportunity for my body and my mind to rest. It's something that I'm not really good at. I don't do a good job of just stepping away or taking a break. Um, I've been reading a book called Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday, which is really helping me to lean into that idea of calming my body and calming my mind. So uh, when I couple all those things together, and ultimately the retreat being the climax of of what's been going on for me lately, man, it was just such a blessing. It was such an encouragement to me, to my heart, to my soul. It really refreshed me in so many ways, and it just launched me into uh, this last week in, in such a great way. Uh, and, and obviously, that's knowing that I, I was going to have challenges. There was just going to be things that I was going to hit head on this week that carried from the previous few weeks that were challenging for me. Uh, and, uh, and so I jumped into my week and I had uh, definitely my fair share of, of, client meetings, client phone calls. I do a lot of coaching virtually. So I had quite a few meetings, uh, uh, virtually, which I just love getting to spend time with my client, but they're going through challenges. And, um, I had some personal phone calls that man, a couple of them were just so heavy and really just hit me deep in the heart. And honestly, if I had not done the work, um, uh, that past weekend or last weekend to to really encourage and build up my own soul, just continuing to lay the bricks of that foundation, I would not have been able to take on some of the discussion that I had this past week. I mean, there was just some really, really weighty things Um and so um, all in all, uh, my week was, was pretty good. I mean, it was encouraging. I felt really good all week. Uh, every time that there was an opportunity for me to be derailed, uh, I kept going back to that great weekend I had and that foundation and the reminding myself of what I was called to and, and, and my purpose and, and all of the um, conversations that I was having and the work that I was doing. So on that side of things I mean it, it was it was a really good week a week overall. Um, I spent some time with a good friend on Friday afternoon for lunch. He's been a mentor to me and uh, and that just produced so much great conversation too. What's interesting was, and this is where things kind of shifted for me a little bit. um, So I had a great conversation with him. I literally remember telling him that I was just at the peak of feeling fulfilled, of feeling full of joy, of um, uh, being able to kind of deflect some of the frustration uh, that was just naturally coming my way. And I headed off. I came home Friday afternoon, um, got ready. I went to the gym for... um, Week three of the CrossFit Open, uh, just a, a fun competitive opportunity uh, over five weeks for people all around the world to compete and kind of competing against yourself, against you know other people in your age group in your gym. It's just it's a good healthy competition, and I didn't do well. And on Friday night, I was a little bit frustrated with that. I was definitely frustrated with my performance and I was trying to kind of shake that off as best as I could. Um, It was so crazy that this was actually a repeat of a workout from 2018. uh, And in 2018, the first time I did the workout, I absolutely melted down. I mean, I threw an actual literal fit on the ground. Like I remember hitting the ground. Yelling. I was just, uh, it was, I was, afterwards, I was so embarrassed. Uh, I redid the workout two days later. I did much better. So it was kind of my own personal redemption. But going into Friday night, this past Friday, uh, that was lingering in the back of my head. And I did not want to do that again. I didn't want to throw another fit. So I did the workout. I didn't perform as well as I had, but I was just trying to just take it like a man. I was trying to just suck it up and do the best that I could. And that worked okay, Um, but not as good as I would have hoped because there were still so many things lingering in the back of my mind uh, around the fact that I could have done better, uh, that I could have changed a few things up. Uh, there was a couple other people in the gym that did better than I did. And I was like, man, I should have been able to do almost as good as they do. Or, you know, you start comparing yourself to other people. And I know that's just something that from time to time, or maybe often, uh, we do, right? I mean, we compare ourselves to other people. Uh, we envy what other people have, what other people have achieved. And I started to find myself in this awkward little spiral. And I was trying to fight it. I mean, I was aware of it. I, I, I knew what it was going to take to get out of it. And I was just having a really hard time. And so Friday night, uh, we went and had something to eat. And, um, and that was good. I got to spend some time with my family, just kind of check out. But the thing was just lingering in the back of my mind, like my lack of performance. And again, I was really trying to shake it off and went to bed Friday night. I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning and for like 45 minutes. I mean, this sounds so embarrassing me even saying this cuz it really doesn't even matter, but I woke up at like 3:30 in the morning and I couldn't stop thinking about it. The fact that I didn't do well, the fact that I should have done something differently, that I could have done something differently, that um, I was better than that. Like it was just, it was crazy. And again, I'm self talking my way out of it and it's not working and I'm just trying to lay there. And finally, I fell back asleep. I woke up Saturday morning, I went to the gym, I had a really good workout on Saturday. Um, but there was just something that just continued to linger in the back of my head. And if I'm honest, it's, it's, it's still carried with me to today. Um, it's definitely not at the height that it was two days ago, but it's there and it's lingering. And so I guess, you know, part of me saying this out loud is um, just uh, allowing other people to understand that this happens And I think it's natural, I think as much as we try and fight against these things, when we want something really bad, when we don't perform to expectation, these types of things happen. Um, I I think the other thing too is, is this is an opportunity for us to become more self-aware of what triggers us, uh, knowing ways to talk ourselves through these things, to work through these things, to find other people, and talk through this with other people as well. And so... Um, I'm not quite resolved on this issue yet. I mean, it's, it's still lingering in the back of my head. I have an opportunity to potentially do the workout again Monday. Part of me really wants to do it again because I think I can do better. The other part of me almost wants to discipline myself uh, and, and not do it and just take it for what it is and take the mental learning um, as, uh, as a bigger opportunity even than the physical Uh, or the possibility of physically overcoming and putting up a better score. So I'm not quite resolved there yet. Obviously, by the time this podcast goes live, I probably will have either done or not done the workout and and maybe I'll share in my next Sunday download next week. Um, But these things just happen and we just need to continue to do the best that we can to work through them. Professionally, you're going to run into these things. Personally, you're going to run into these things. Relationally, you're going to run into these things. And again, I think I would have had a bigger struggle had I not been building a foundation for a long time, but definitely this last weekend of being at that retreat. And so this is an encouragement to you to continue to build on that foundation, especially during the good times when you're feeling good about yourself or when you're in a good headspace or positive mindset to to really fight for that foundation, to fight for that optimism Uh, Because when the negativity strikes, you're going to need as much firepower as you possibly can to push back against it. So that's something just to consider. Again, the jury's out. I'm not sure uh, what's going to happen there yet. All right. And the last thing that I want to talk about on this episode uh, is uh, uh, my kind of commentary response to the question I got uh, on Instagram. Uh, which was around servant leadership. Uh, that was a topic that was requested, and so in the last few minutes that I have here, I just want to talk about a few things as it relates to servant leadership, and uh, I think I'm going to find a guest to, to come on and discuss this in a little bit more detail. I know there's quite a few people out there uh, that I've become close with that are really, really just amazing superstars in this area, which is kind of funny uh, to recognize a servant leader as a superstar, but that's the way that it is. So I'm just going to talk about a couple of characteristics, I think, of great servant leaders and how that practically works out. Um, and and, and this, this should go without saying, but just to be clear here, right, as we think about servant leadership, um, I don't know that this was done on purpose, but um, serve first, lead second. Uh, I think that that needs to, uh, that needs to be... Um, brought to the forefront as we have this conversation, as we discuss these types of things. Um, too often, uh, we are striving to be leaders first, and then once we get into that role, then we'll serve. Um, or uh, we just take that role, that title, as um, uh, kind of the top um, tier, and then you know, when we can, we'll serve the people around us. Um, as leaders and that's just not the right way to do it. I mean, you don't need to have a title, you don't need to have a role um, you you can serve in any capacity and you should be a servant. You should be considerate of and serving of the, all the people around you as often as you possibly can, uh, particularly when it's um, in an organization uh, that you do lead. I mean, you, you should look for every opportunity. So what are some things that I believe are critical to a servant leaders beyond just uh, this idea of serving? Because when we think of serving, we probably... Uh, and rightfully so, automatically think of action. But I want to talk about some characteristics uh, that are are really important here. So, uh, the first one uh, is uh, humble. Um, a, a great leader, and I'm not I'm, gonna, I'm not going to use servant leader as uh, 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 all the way through this anymore. But really, just a great leader. Um, they need to be humble. Um, this is hard. This is really hard for me. Uh, I was. Um, a very very prideful person for a lot of a uh, lot of years, as the result of ex, uh, being successful, of exceeding expectations, yada yada yada. Uh, I can make up tons of excuses as to why, but it was just the case. And so it's been one thing that I've really really had to work hard on over the years is uh, learning to be more humble. And it's a challenge. It really really is. But. I believe that the greatest leaders uh, are oftentimes the most humble. And don't mistake humble for feeble or weak or quiet or um, whatever. None of those words. I mean, you can be those things at times. Um, but humility is really more often than not demonstrated in how you relate to other people. Um, are you willing to accept Um, failure? Are you willing to admit mistakes? Are you willing to ask for forgiveness? Are you willing to listen to other people's input and do as they suggest or recommend uh, when they're right? I mean, just because you hold a title or because you believe yourself to be or because people call you a leader doesn't mean that it's always about you or it's always about your decision. You're not the end of the line, even if you are at the top of the food chain in an organization. So the quicker you learn that, the better off you're going to be. So humble uh, is an absolute necessity in characteristic when it comes to a servant leader. Uh, Second to that is integrity. I do believe that integrity is has dwindled uh, uh, over the um, last few years um, as people uh, chase. Success at a more and more rapid rate. They're willing to chase success at uh, um, all costs in order to get there. And their integrity just goes completely out the window when they do that. Uh, I think beyond that, I think that uh, integrity is demonstrated. And again, how you relate to and treat people, how you handle yourself, the decisions that you make uh, and don't make. So I think that integrity is another key characteristic of a great servant leader um a great servant leader another thing and this kind of goes into those two a little bit or comes out of those two but a great servant leader does not abuse their authority um i know a lot of uh, a lot of really good leaders that get abusive when it comes down to it because of the title that they hold and i just believe that that is so poor um you yes you're, you're in a role of authority You're in a role of leadership. That's wonderful. Good job. I mean, you've probably worked really, really hard to get there. I hope you've worked hard to get there. But that doesn't mean that you should abuse that authority and abuse other people that uh, are underneath you. So I think that that is a key characteristic of servant leadership. Um, I think another one um, is you should not just be willing to resolve conflict, but you should go first. Um, when when there is a conflict, when there is a challenge, when there is a struggle in a relationship uh, in which you uh, have some sort of leadership role, uh, you must go first. You must be willing to have the difficult conversations, even if they're going to hurt you or the person that you're you're sharing that with. Now, you want to do that with kindness, and consideration, and empathy, and understanding, um, seeking in some way to to help them as best as you possibly can Uh, but you've got to go first and you've got to be willing to resolve conflicts when at all possible that is a way to serve people really really well especially in a day and age when we are trying to run from conflict and ignore it altogether or avoid it altogether so a servant leader a great leader should be willing to resolve conflict I think so, those are some of the things that really, really stand out to me. Beyond that, you should be a great listener. You should be extremely self-aware um, of your strengths, your weaknesses, your presuppositions, um, um, your tendencies. I mean, all of that is so important if you're going to be a great servant leader. Um, and then beyond that, and again, this just wraps this up, Serve. Seek first to serve, serve your team, serve your employees, serve your people, serve your customers, serve your spouse, serve your children, serve your community, serve, serve, serve. That is what a servant leader is. It's something that I strive to do as best as I possibly can, knowing I come up short time and time again. With that, hope you've enjoyed this Sunday download. It's the first of hopefully many. That'll depend upon your response. Other than that, I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks and talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Excellence Mindset with Ryan James Miller. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit RyanJamesMiller.com. We'll catch you next time.